This is the audio podcast show 111. It's Tuesday the 15th of April and I am Samuel Freeman. Hello Sam. Um, I am co-presenter. We don't have Scott Hewitt uh, today. Uh, I'm Adam Yanch, co-presenter. Uh, and you can get in touch with or follow the audio podcast in a number of ways. These include uh, streams of previous shows on YouTube. We've got a Twitter account at the audio podcast and uh, a website where we actually have the notes and we follow the notes that end up basically being there. So you kind of see how the show comes together. Um, this week's notes are at theaudiopodcast.co.uk forward slash show forward slash one one one. What is today's show called, Sam? It's called Spring Reverb. Um, I don't think there's anything particularly about reverb in the show, but it is spring, and so that's what that's about. Um, yes, let's get into the news then. We've got some updates from a whole bunch... Well, there's a number of DAWs that we don't use. We'll talk about much that are in here. Um, the first one is Renoise. We haven't mentioned that for a long time, but Sam Burke had tweeted um, earlier in the week, to, um, which I spotted and noticed that they've now released version 3. So it's been in beta for quite a while as far as I remember, but is now ready for production, so they say. Good work, good work. And um, what kind of updates have we got on the Renoise table? Um, I, the thing that caught my eye was, it's not on the first page, but if you go to the other things, they've added more trackers to their trackers. They've also added um, new Doofer DSP effects, which are wrappers for devices. So I think this is a bit like well, my, my understanding is it's a bit like the combi Combinator in Reason. Um, so you can take a bunch of, you can take a whole chain of DSP things and save the chain. So you Ooh. can reload more complicated settings in a reusable shell, is the word they've used. Oh, that's a nice way to put it. And there's also a new Convolver DSP, I see. Yes, impulse stuff. Oh, so yeah, we go. I've got some reverb. Hey. <laughs> Well, yep. it, it depends whether they have the impulses included in the thing or if you have to supply your own. Mm, true. I would imagine that if, if they're given a convoluted DSP effect away, then they would surely have some impulse responses in there, you'd imagine. I don't know. Yep. Cool. So, yeah, that's uh, Renoise. And while we're talking, it might not be in the same order, but while we're talking about... Oh, it is in the same order. Excellent. In fact, there are three different um, DAWs that we're going to talk about today, and the second one is Reaper. Yes, Reaper has a minor update. Um, yesterday it was, so this is now 4.6.1.1. Um, minor fixes on there, but this, you know, I, I'm, we've talked about recently what, with any DAWs we would try if we're going to go for something else, and this came up, up in conversation then. So, yeah, I'm tempted by having a go with Reaper. Well, the good thing with Reaper is you do get to have a trial run with it to see if you like it. And then when you do go to buy it, it isn't very expensive. So mm -hmm. it's very good in that respect. I've tried Reaper before maybe two or three times in like two uh, at two or three different times in the past. And I really like the flexibility underneath, but I just find it so hard to use. I find it really... I, it just gets in my way all the time. It's not like any other DAW that I'm used to, so it's I, I find it uncomfortable 
is probably the best way to put it. But mm. don't don't let my opinions put you off giving it a try. So that's the new version of Reaper that was released yesterday. Um, and then Fruity Loop Studio. Yeah, FL Studio, Image Line. They they have their like infinite for the rest of your life updates for free once you buy it, which is very nice of them. Um, but and in that vein, their new version 12 is now on pre-beta. It's their alpha preview available. So if you own it, you can check out the latest version, but it's kind of bleeding edge, likely to change. And yeah, they've changed some of the interfacey things and the way that VST plugins are loaded and stuff like that. Who, are, who uses Fruity Loops? Because I remember years and years and years ago, Fruity Loops on its own, not studio, mm -hmm. being a kind of uh, really uh, high-level type thing. It was like samples. It was a bit like Mixman Studios or similar. It was a similar level to that kind of software, and it seems to have developed into its own thing, which is, is cool, but I don't think I know anyone who uses it. No, I, I used to know people who used it, and I don't know those people anymore, people that I knew through student accommodation and stuff like that. And I imagine that they probably still do if they... I don't know when they started doing the infinite updates thing, but it's... Yeah, I think it's quite... If you were completely new to the music technology thing, and you, it's, I think it's quite accessible still. Um, mm -hmm. So, Or, like you said, if, if you got into it some time ago, you might have just carried on with it. But, yeah, I don't personally use it or know anyone that does right now. But you know, I think we should cover these things anyway. People might be interested. Yeah, for sure. And and that's three. I mean, we know that Sam Burkhead uses Renoise. And there are a few people who we know who are likely to use Reaper as well. But mm -hmm. um, you and I and Scott uh, have our DAW heads in another zone. We're, we're somewhere else with our DAW. That reminds me, Adam. Has there been an update to Logic this week? Hmm, that's a, that's a good question. And I'd have to say, no. Oh, well. <laughs> Although I am actually, I, I actually don't know, but um, there wasn't anything obvious about, uh, that hasn't glared me in the face and said, hey, there's a new logic update. So uh, yeah. I'm going to say well, no on that. No, I did actually check. That was a fairly rhetorical question to provoke a no. Um, <laughs> I did check there has not been one. <laughs> um, okay, good. Good to know, good okay, to, know. to know. Okay, that's DAW's We Don't Use Updates section over, and we are into the new product section, which has one new product this week. This is going to be a short show, but it's the Gibson memory cable. I love the, the idea of this. I looked at it, and I was like, what, what's all this about? And then I read about it, and I was like, that's a good idea. I am surprised someone hasn't come up with this idea before. So... The memory cable is basically a guitar cable with a little recorder built into it so you can capture your performances in a really easy way um, as you're playing. So it's a kind of, uh, yeah, it's a, like a really easy way. It has a, um, a memory, a, a micro SD slot in it so you can just put record it all onto the card, put it on your computer and it records in high quality so you can, well, say high quality to us it's medium quality it's cd quality um but yeah you can whack it into your daw and uh, actually use those recordings so yeah it's a really nice idea this one it also enables you to um reamp things so that was like the first thing that 
came to my mind is that you you know you can play your guitar through this thing while it's recording into your amp, and then after you've played, you can then replay your performance, put your guitar down, and tweak the amp or whatever separately, and not need to worry about the getting the correct level. You know, if you record into your computer, then you go back out again. You have to, well, you ought to go through some modification before plugging it back into your amplifier. Whereas this is automatically dealing with that. I think it's a great idea. It is cool. Is it actually available to buy? It's been announced. Is it actually in the shops? I'm not sure. Um, It doesn't actually say on the website. You'd think that it would have like a... Let's have a look, shall we? So Um, on the... I, I noticed about it though was that like this reamping thing's good, but it doesn't it, because it's in between the guitar and the amp or the guitar and the effects. It doesn't actually record those things. It can't record those things onto the cable. It, de- it depends where the cable is, I suppose, in the in the thing. But you wouldn't be able to record your amp because the amp's at the end of the chain. No, that's that's the that's what I think is interesting is that you can record the direct the clean the raw guitar signal in order to kind of recreate that later if out of to play I think in the, yeah that's that's the way that I, that's like the reamping model that I would have in my head is like that perhaps you would record the guitar signal the amp signal simultaneously but yeah. having the raw unprocessed straight out of your guitar jack sound is well, opens up creative possibilities. It's one thing to realise um, when you buy it that it doesn't it doesn't capture the end result of your sound. Yeah. It, it it just it it depends where you place it. You could place it after your effects and then record the effects into the thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's that's a nice it's a nice thing to be able to do the reamping. Um, although synchronising it, I'm not sure how you'd synchronise the recording. If you were going to record that reamped thing into your DAW, mm, true. I can't find any um, reference to the memory cable in the shops, so I'm guessing this is an announcement and that it will come soon. Cool. So we'll probably mention it again if it comes up on our radar. Shall we move on to the um, the final news item? Yes, and the uh, audio podcast's favourite or second favourite topic of all time, headphones. Headphones. And this is a um, limited time special offery thing. Sennheiser have spring savings, 25% off um, a variety of headphones. Well, I think they've got five big ones and two little ones. About the big ones, well, the they've got a range there though because I had a look at the list and they've got some what look like open backed headphones so mm-hmm. good headphones if you want to get in the studio and mix but not record uh, but they've also got like some in ear ones uh, not in ear monitors as such but like in ear headphones which uh, also have a discount and yep. that is until the twenty sixth of April so you have eleven days from today. With the um, circumoral ones, the they, they've got this term that I've never come across before. The Sennheisers, it abbreviates to EAR, and it's well. ergonomic acoustic refinement. Oh, Some of these headphones feature that in their technology. I mean, what is it? I mean, what is that? Um, Does that mean they're apparently, no, no. It's the way that the um, the the capsule is loaded within the mounting that you place upon your head. It's designed so 
so that it channels the audio signals directly into your ears. Oh, wow. That's <sighs> astonishing because the problem I have with my headphones is that it tends to point the sound out this way instead of to my ears and I have to move my head around. <laughs> what was that, Adam? I, I said I'm quite <laughs> I can't do that with mine. Oh. Oh, well. Okay. So there you go. Um, that's Sennheiser. The news is basically Sennheiser making up an acronym for something completely pointless or seemingly completely pointless. I think that we're going to have to look into this more and report back in the audio podcast headphone special. <laughs> the audio podcast headphones, but the mythical, the vaporware audio podcast headphone special. Let's see. Let's see if it actually happens. Now, Sam. Yes. Next weekend. Well, this weekend coming. What's what's happening? Well, yeah, we've got the the other section of the show is um to say that today today in fact Adam is the mm. first full moon after the vernal equinox, which means oh. that the following Sunday is designated Easter Sunday, which means there's bank holidays and things involved around that as well, and so there will be no audio podcast show recording next week. Oh, that's very that's very sad. Oh. Well, that's fine. We get a week off. Um, and as a result, we are not going to do a quiz this week. We'll come back with the quiz next show in two weeks' time. Um, I, uh, I have to admit, I thought that Vernal Equinox was actually the name of a music show presenter. So uh, there you go. <laughs> Plunder time. Do, 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 do. Plunder. I like it. Um, all right, you've that's you've all I'm doing because we'll get into legal quagmire otherwise. So I'm going to change the order. I'm going to change the order in which they present. This is so that we can link for us to get the headphone thing over and done with. Um, whilst going through the audio podcast Twitter feed today, I spotted a retweet by Sennheiser, um, which includes a photograph. Yeah, of a, of a dude. Candy. And he appears to have gone a bit to town with his headphones. There. Uh, so you can see this, if you head to the audio podcast notes, you'll see this uh, screenshot of a tweet, uh, and Barnacule's Nerdgasm is wearing um, how many headphones? I mean, at least five pairs of headphones right there. At least, yep. It kind of looks like he's going for like an ambisonic effect. <laughs> Yeah, but putting a headphone right there on the bridge of your nose isn't really going to isn't going to help that, I'd imagine. I'm I'm going to re resist making ambisonic jokes at this point, and <laughs> well, I'd say that ambisonic jokes are probably underrepresented in the comedy sphere. So I'd just go ahead and do it. No, no, I I I think I'm going to just move on and say. What's this? What's this that you've added to the plunder here? <laughs> um, it is uh, synth secrets. So anyone who is well known of Sound on Sound magazine, that was the most cryptic sentence I just said there. Um, will have heard of the synth secrets series, which um, is a tongue twister, and it started in '99. It ran for five years, uh, and it was basically a kind of like a complete rundown of synthesis technique. From the from the building blocks out until well I can't I can't remember what the last one was but you can actually go and read all parts of the series at the Sound on Sound website we've provided the link for you at the show notes 
uh, the audiopodcast.co.uk forward slash show forward slash triple one 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 one. Uh, and you can actually go and have a look at all of the sections and they're done in order so you can start from the earliest run to the latest and become a synth superstar yeah. and it has it does run as a series they lot um, quite a lot of these articles refer back to previous ones for like you know so that they don't need to cover the same material again and again they've got lots of block diagrams of how things are working I've referred to these this series a bunch of times it's a very useful resource. And it's a nice one. I'm surprised we haven't said this one, mentioned this one on the audio podcast before, but here we go. We've done it now. Get your synthesizers on, people. <laughs> um, final piece of plunder is yet another DAW kind of related thing. This is a blog post from the makers of Cakewalk, which is also Gibson related. Oh, anyway. Um, hold on, hold on. Oh. It's from the makers of Sonar, who are called Cakewalk. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm confused too because it used to be called Cakewalk. Yeah, we we even talked about this just a few shows ago. This was um, a, this was one of the quiz questions. It was in the quiz. <laughs> but anyway, the reason I didn't focus on the thing itself is because although they give the examples in Sonar, I suppose it's general tips for mixing, and they've listed ten nasty mixing mistakes and possible remedies for them. So yeah. Applicable to any any DW. So if you're a Reaper user, if you are a Fruit Loops user, if you like a bit of uh, Reason, even it could work in Reason. It could work in Renoise. I've done all of the Re-based DAWs right there. Um, these tips are applicable, and uh, he, the the guy who wrote it or whoever wrote it at the end writes, oh, but just remember, you know. These are these are some tips, but it's not necessarily that doing all of these right means that your music will sound amazing, or the other way around that your music will become bad because you made these mistakes. Yeah, when I when I read that line, it reminded me of modern recording techniques, um, which says that the golden rule of the good rule. Hang on. Anyway, about there being no rules, break the rules. There's lots of rules, but the ultimate rule is ignore all the rules. Or, or at least the thing about rules, and this is a bit abstract, this is maybe not exactly audio podcast related, but the uh, thing about rules is I see them as a kind of, in, in a creative sense, or a, a, guide, a set of guides. So you have to know why the rule exists. Once you understand why the rule exists, then the justification for breaking the rule in certain circumstances is completely fine. That's how I see it. But knowing why think why the rule exists is significant. That's the path to wisdom. That's a that's an audio podcast top tip. And the 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 um the good rule in the modern recording techniques book that I was conflating is that good plus good plus good equals good. Oh, okay. But good plus good plus bad plus good can equal good as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So there we go. We've got uh, some abstract mathematics out of the way, and we have come to the end of this week's The Audio Podcast, which is show 111, Spring Reverb. It's a lovely day outside. I think we'll end the show, and then we'll go frolicking in our respective areas, because I'm down in the West Country, Sam's 
up near Birmingham? Um, yeah, it's close as West Midlands, but it's kind of probably closer to Cheshire than I am to Birmingham, but up there, okay. around there-ish. Kind of Stafford kind of area. Yeah, North Staffordshire is where I am. Yeah, all right. Um, go, we can go and enjoy the lovely, lovely day. We hope that everyone has a fantastic Easter, and we'll be back, as we said, in two weeks. Scott Hewitt should be with us. It should be a blast. <sighs> Goodbye. Goodbye.